and welcome fellow lighting nerds and friends to The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast, powered by the Lighting Showroom Association and hosted by yours truly, Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for uh, downloading this episode and tuning in yet again. I always appreciate that. I wanted to uh, definitely encourage you all to join our Facebook discussion group for the podcast. Join the Lighting Illuminati, which you're already in if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> the podcast group uh, name is Illuminati, the Light Files podcast. If you search for it on Facebook, you will find it. And just request to join anyone who listens to this podcast is welcome to join. And um, in the coming weeks, there's going to be some polls and fun discussions that we're going to have there um, that will lead to future podcasts Um, with the polls and everything. It'll all be anonymous. So you don't have to worry uh, about me, you know, calling anybody out by name or business. I wouldn't do that to y'all without your permission prior anyway. So, um, so please do join the discussion and uh, I look forward to seeing you uh, virtually as well as, you know, hearing Well, you're hearing me, but whatever, as as well as this uh, medium as well of communication. Um, I also uh, just recently have been working on the Lighting Showroom Association website. It's not the biggest, most involved website in the whole wide world. But if you're at all considering membership in the LSA, we have streamlined the join process, which was a smidge cumbersome, but it's much, much easier now. So if you're interested at all, please head on over to lsamembers.org. You can see who all of our current members are there, and um, you can just click that join now button, and it's super easy to do. Also, uh, please be sure to share the podcast, tell a friend, a neighbor, a colleague, uh, whoever might be interested. Um, we really appreciate that so much. Um, and thank you. Um, so this week on light files, I wanted to talk about, um, some discussions we recently had in a lighting showroom association best practices webinar we had with um, several of our showroom members. Um, We were talking, the topic primarily was in employee um, hiring, retention, and training. Um, We diverged a little bit from that topic, which I might get into on this podcast. I might save it for a future episode, but we were talking a good bit about this topic, and um, I, I found it really, really uh, enlightening in a lot of ways. And I think the biggest thing, um, it was mentioned on the call, and it's absolutely, I think, my biggest takeaway from this webinar that we had, um, which again was exclusive to LSA members. So join us, join join the conversation. It's It's super helpful. It'll make you feel like you're not living out in a world, in a pasture all by yourself. It'll make you realize that this is definitely a community and we definitely all struggle with the same things. So in, in, in talking about hiring practices and even finding employees, let alone training employees, we definitely came to the conclusion that in our industry, it is exceptionally hard to train somebody to find the right fit to be a salesperson in a lighting, in an independent lighting showroom. 
It's so difficult. Even it, this smaller companies who are hearing this, this will make you feel a lot better. It is even a challenge for the much bigger companies that have multiple showroom locations who have been doing this 50, 60, 70 years. Um, it's a challenge for all of us. And you know, that makes you feel good in a way, like, hey, I'm not alone. <laughs> it also makes you realize like, oh, this is definitely a gap we have in our industry. And we were, you know, as we were puzzling out this issue, like, gosh, why is it so hard to do training and, you know, get the right fit? And there's a, a, a million answers to that question. But um, the big takeaway here is that our industry is so unusually complex that this is just something that we like that we all struggle with and honestly will probably all always struggle with. So then it becomes a factor of, um, okay, what's the challenge that you most want to take on in your business? Um, because as we were talking this out, this is really kind of where I came to in terms of, you know, we were primarily supposed to talk about employee training, but employee training really starts all the way back the hiring process. And there was a lot of um, different points made about the hiring process, you know, whether you um, hire a more uh, seasoned professional or whether you hire somebody who's um, still in school or just graduated from college and like what the pros and cons of all these different scenarios are of the type of candidate you might hire for the job. But the other thing that really resonated with me is that you really need to think about um, the skill set of the person that you're hiring, which sounds like no duh, of course, but it's more, are you going to target somebody who has lighting experience? Like, is that going to be your primary, you know, the, the primary thing you're going to look for? Somebody that has experience in the lighting and fan and home decor industry or are you going to potentially target somebody who has sales experience, no matter what that sales experience is, whether it's furniture or cars or air conditioning systems or whatever the case may be? Like what, what is more valuable uh, day one in your business? Somebody that can talk about lighting right off the bat or somebody that has more of the salesmanship right off the bat? And I think that answer absolutely varies by company depending on whom your core clientele is. If your core clientele is retail, you might want somebody that's a little more salesy. If your core clientele are builders or designers, you might want somebody that can speak more honestly right off the bat about the industry itself and have a better product knowledge um, and then worry about filling in the other blanks later. So it's definitely um, a trade-off potentially to make. I mean, and then if you find the unicorn of somebody that has great sales experience in lighting, <laughs> which, you know, ideally if you're hiring somebody from the lighting industry, they would. But, you know, in my mind, if I'm hiring some from, from the lighting industry, it could be somebody that worked in customer service for a manufacturer, and only knows like that one manufacturer's goods, but is at least familiar with a lot of the jargon in the industry that quite honestly is very unfamiliar to people who are not part of 
the lighting world and what we do day in and day out. It's just, I mean, that's why what we sell is such a technical product and hard to learn sometimes because there's just so much more technical that goes into it that people don't, um, well, that they don't acknowledge or expect, especially coming in as a new hire. So I found that really interesting that a lot of people, um, struggle with the same issue. And I think probably nationwide, it is, uh, it's not going to be a newsflash to hear that a lot of us are having trouble just even finding staff to fill open positions right now. Um, that's obviously not just, uh, the endemic to the lighting industry, but it's, uh, everyone <laughs> right now. So that is something. So if you're having trouble finding the right employee, definitely do not feel alone about that. We did have a little bit of a discussion about, um, there were no numbers mentioned or anything, but we did talk a little bit about the value of paying an employee, especially a lighting salesperson, a little more than they're worth because they're, with the acknowledgement and understanding that a lot of what we do in a lighting showroom is very technical and complicated and can be complicated and is just unfamiliar to people. And that the motivation for somebody to really get in and learn it is to have perhaps start out with a higher salary or a higher bonus structure that will, you know, if they have better compensation, then perhaps there'll be more tolerance, more of a capacity for training and learning. And I know a lot of us, um, it, I don't know if it's like a sad but true kind of thing, but I know a lot of us in the industry, you're kind of like thrown into the deep end and all right, go. And that's how a lot of us learn the lighting industry um, because there is no terrific one size fits all manual for learning how to sell lighting and how, you know, all the ins and outs of the products. And quite honestly, I was telling one of my own team members um, just this week that I could probably sit here and talk to you for a year about different scenarios that have come up in, in our business or will come up or have the potential to come up. And I still wouldn't be able to think of everything. There could still be a customer walk in tomorrow after a year's worth of talking about 9,500 different scenarios. Um, and it would still be a situation that I hadn't even thought of. And we didn't even discuss like it, there is just so much, um, uniqueness <laughs> to what we do and what our customers want their light fixtures and fans and electrical devices to do in their homes. And there's just literally no way to train for every one of those scenarios. It's not just like walking in and purchasing a new car and like what color do you want and what engine and what trim package and we're done. It's just a much more specific, potentially complex job of salesmanship. And so we were in our discussions about you know, not only hiring staff, but then retaining the staff is that, you know, perhaps a little bit of an edge in pay over what other, you know, starting off salespeople in other industries might make will really give people the incentive to buckle down and learn all of the ins and outs and to not get so frustrated by them. Because that's what I often see with my own staff is at some point it just feels frustrating. Like, 
oh, I'm never going to learn all the answers. I'm never going to have this all figured out. And and there's this tendency to just want to like throw up your hands and say, oh, I'm done with this. I can't learn anymore. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully you can overcome that feeling with the, you know, the right pay and the right team environment and, and the right rewards for all of your staff members. Um, we talked a little bit about um, how truly enlightening there are no great formal programs for training. But as with my aforementioned point, it's really because there is just no great way in one program to cover everything from salesmanship to the technical stuff. And it really all also goes back to uh, my point about, you know, the kind of person you're hiring and the kind of sales you do, if you do a bunch of retail sales, you get a much different variety of customer and questions coming into your store than if you're pretty straightforward, new construction, some remodels, and that's it. Like there's just a whole different world of questions and concerns and knowledge that happen for both of those kinds of customers. And so if you have a, a business that kind of handles it all, which is always my recommendation that we be diversified, um, then you probably have different staff members that are keyed into different parts of the business and more um, have more depth of knowledge in, you know, this in new construction or remodels or uh, dealing with retail customers. I think we have a tendency in showrooms to... Uh, inadvertently uh, bury people in details <laughs> and not just always our own staff, our customers too. Um, so I think it can be a bit of a challenge for people to get out of that headspace of um, being overwhelmed by all of the knowledge, all of the aspects, you know, even when say you become really good at selling ceiling fans or whatever, there's still probably a, a hundred thousand facts about ceiling fans that you don't know <laughs> that a customer could ask. And it does get a bit, um, it can feel tedious. You know, this whole dis discussion about training and staff and hiring it's all really important in that a lot of the people that you're aiming to hire or that you hope to hire, they want to know that they're going to work at a business, even if it's a small business with 10 employees or less, an incoming employee wants to know that they're not going to just be, you know, sink or swim. They want to know that there's a training program or a method of learning that will help them succeed at their job. You know, like no one wants to take a new job and be a failure at it or feel like they're a failure at it. And that's why this issue of training becomes so important because we all know intuitively, which is why we have these conversations, we all know the importance of training. We all know how much there is to learn and how much better a well-trained salesperson can perform in the showroom. Like if you think about it, your best salesperson who just knows lighting and fans and devices like the back of their hand and can just talk to anybody about it and be confident in their answers. And sure, maybe they have to look up a finish here or there or a size here or there, but otherwise they're like, they know the product. 
Think about how efficiently that person makes sales compared to your newest hire who isn't as informed as that person and how much longer it takes someone who isn't as informed to close a sale, to get the customer the information they need. You know, if you have to run back and forth to a computer or a catalog five times to answer a couple questions for a customer, even if you close the sale, it could potentially take a significantly longer time to do the same thing. So we all understand the like real value that a well-trained employee brings to our business, but we're also up against this fact that it seems to be in our industry, there isn't a course you can put somebody through that is going to teach them all of these things. You can get a little bit here, a little bit there, but no comprehensive place. And a lot of it just ends up being having to learn the skill set of your new employee and teach to that skill set. Do they need short little bits of information? Do they have a propensity to get the technical stuff? Do they um, just need help with their salesmanship and knowing what to say to a customer when they walk in the door and how to engage them in conversation? Um, So it can be so varied based on what each particular employee needs. And I think this combination strategy is really that is sort of like tailored, custom made (laughs) for each employee, especially on the sales force. I think that is actually the answer we're all looking for. It just happens that that answer isn't the easy one. (laughs) Like, I think we would all love it if we could say, hire a new employee, send them off to a training for five days, and they come back and they're ready to go. Okay, I'll pay the price for that. I'll do it. But it just turns out that 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 thing doesn't exist. It probably will never exist. Again, because each independent lighting showroom, while having a lot of similarities, also has a lot of differences in their clientele, how they operate, how the showroom is set up. So sending somebody off for some magical training is probably just not ever going to work because the culture and the way each company operates is so different. So we all just kind of have to realize that there is no easy button when it comes to this, no matter how much we want there to be one. And that a combination strategy of, you know, doing a little training here, a little training there, and then filling in the gaps with whatever that employee needs and asking them what they need. What are, okay, you know, Susie, you've been here for three months. What are you not feeling comfortable with? What stresses you out that a customer asks you about that you just do not quite know how to help them, how to advise them? What, what challenges are you facing? And then put together a plan with that employee that helps ease all those concerns for them. If it's taking 10 minutes a day to talk about um, LED tape light for a week until they feel comfortable about it or, or whatever the case may be. Um, I think that might just be the best way to get an employee trained and up to speed and invested in the lighting industry and what we do, because definitely I've seen it with my own staff members. When you get to this like kind of critical point where they have a good baseline of knowledge, but in order to really be successful, they need to step beyond that and not just have the baseline of knowledge, but to really have the technical expertise 
that when a customer is asking them about what difference does it make a motor on a ceiling fan, and to be able to have an educated answer right off the top of their head and understand and know what they're talking about. Like that's definitely a transition point. And I have, I have had self-admitted a lot of employees who just could not make that gap and couldn't make that jump from a baseline of knowledge to a really skilled. And when they can't make that jump, that's when they start looking for other jobs and that's when they're going to leave you. And so that's where I think it's really critical that we as the business owners Um, okay, we've hit that point. All right, what do we do from here? What is your specific strategy, Susie, so that we can get you to where you need to be and you feel engaged and comfortable and excited about coming to work every day and get more sales, make more sales, have better bonuses or commissions or however it's structured, you know, the, the employees that are uh, set up on a system that way, they want to sell more just the same as we want them to sell more. <laughs> so it's definitely like a joint venture to get them to the place they need to be and to get them there successfully. So that's a little bit about what we talked about. Oh, there was one other tip that I want to mention that um, I thought was really important or not really important, but really interesting. I know a lot of us um, advertise for jobs on Indeed. I don't know. There's probably other services that you can use, but I know for whatever reason, our industry, a lot of us are, you know, searching for new um, employees on Indeed and we, you know, post our jobs out there. Um, If you haven't already, I know I haven't, um, but there was a a tip given about, um, searching for people, um, just by their resumes, like to pay the extra fee to not just post a job on indeed, but to gain access to look at the resumes available. And that perhaps like, if you know, okay, I would definitely need somebody to come in with a lighting experience. Then you can go out there and search those resumes for somebody that actually has lighting experience, or maybe you've decided, nope, for this new position, I don't want somebody with lighting experience. I want to teach them the lighting. I just really need a strong sales leader. And then you can go look for somebody that has that super strong sales management background. And then maybe they learn the lighting as they go along. Um, so I thought that was actually a really great tip that came out of our um, LSA best practices uh, webinar that um, was just really a delight to be a part of. Well, I think that's it for this week, everyone. Again, please, your feedback is always encouraged and welcomed and rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, join the Facebook group. We're going to have some discussions and polls going in the very near future, and I will certainly use those as jumping off points for future podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and take care.